Hello, and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast, where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. How is everyone? So, this is a recording for a recording. Let me explain. So, back in April of this year, I challenged myself. I created my own podcast challenge week. I challenged myself to try to record an episode every night. I did it to see if I still had the passion and the drive to do so. And what I learned is that When faced with the challenge, I meet it and possibly beat it. Now, the only reason most of those episodes will never be heard is because the audio. The audio. So, I recently got a laptop, and I've always had mics, but I've always recorded on my phone because that's been the best sound I could get. Now, the mics I had are fine when I record with Carmen, but when I try to record with the laptop I have, it just doesn't work. So, those episodes, for the most part, most of them will not be released, but there was one I recorded, and once I was done, I assumed I would never go back to it and I will possibly delete it because before I could finish, I was in tears. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to play that one. (laughs) You know, like I've cried on an episode or two and that's old. Compose yourself, young lady. (laughs) That's what they need from you. Your composure. But on the 4th of July, I didn't have much going. We saw fireworks on the 3rd of July. and um. I was just in here trying to see what I would do, if I would do anything, if I could do anything. And I was listening to some of the things, some of the things that I recorded. And I came across the episode. And the name of the episode is called A Message from On High. When you listen to this episode, I want you to understand that most of what I do is mostly a reminder for me. I know a lot. I've been through a lot. I understand a lot. I forget a lot. I get distracted a lot. I'm stubborn a lot. So... I have to be reminded a lot, but I'm going to release this episode so it can be a reset of sorts for me, for this platform, for everything I do going forward. I'm going to listen to this every time I need to, in case I forget very important lessons 
And hopefully, this reaches someone who needs it. I pray it's on time for whoever hears it. It's the answer to a lot of questions. A lot of things I wonder about. The reason I have a quiet confidence. The reason I'm questioning myself. It's the answer. I believe it's the answer. So I have to act accordingly. Because I know the answer. So, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation and it is podcast week. Well, it's the podcast challenge week. I'm not going to be able to say it right. And this is day five. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I am realizing my pitfalls any other week um and I see it clearly my nemesis what takes me down each and every day it is the couch the unseemingly dangerous couch yes 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 once you get comfortable on the couch let me tell you it derails all types of plans all types of goals and productivities come on Come on, you get on that couch, get you a throw blanket, you cut on your favorite program, and it's over. Everything you said you were going to do, no, 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 no. The couch isn't letting you go, okay? The couch has you in a trance as well as the TV. And you're probably going to take a nap. I don't even know why the TV on, but you're going to take a nap. And then you're going to wake up when the TV program you were watching went off just to start it over again to go back to sleep. You understand me? The couch is a trap. Yes, it is. It is. It just is. That's It's my trap at very least. It's it's a trap for me. So I figured that out. So what I've been doing every day after work is coming home, preparing my dinner, uh, and coming straight up here to record. Skip the couch. Doesn't give me time to relax. No matter how tired I am, I just skip it. Just don't do it to yourself. Find something else to do. Don't sit down. And before you know it, when it's time to sit down, you're actually laying down because you've had your shower and you're prepared for bed. The couch. The couch. Can you believe it? The beautiful couch has been sabotaging all of my efforts. Mm -mm -mm. It's sad. I know, but it's true. 
Either way, today when I woke up, um, well, let me skip that. Let me rewind a little bit. So, on these nights, I haven't been sleeping well, okay? First of all, I'm getting to bed a little bit later because I'm making myself, you know, do this, right? And then, um, the next day I'm having to drink Monsters and coffee just not to be too tired to get work done because work has been very busy. And then the night when I get home, I can't sleep because... You know, I got all this energy juice running through me, and it's just a, you know, never-ending cycle. But um, each day, um, I have the intention to find something that sticks with me, right? So, um, of course, you know, I have a phone, so every now and again, I'm on Instagram, or I'm on Twitter, or I see something that stands out, and um, there's a popular page I follow on Instagram, they're always posting clips from whether it's TV or YouTube or something. But it's very interesting, very thought-provoking, and it inspires a lot of ideas, right? So they had um, a clip of this T.D. Jake sermon, which was about marriage and creatives, right? So I went looking for that, and I found something totally different. And when I tell you, I know I was led there. I know everything that was said was specifically for me. Like, it it didn't matter who actually made it to church that day. It didn't matter what day it was. It didn't matter what year it was. It didn't matter who he was actually speaking to. Because I know when he was giving that message, it was for me to hear. When I tell you, I received the answers to questions I did not even know I had. I was shown myself in a way that I never could have put in words to request. It was for me. And all I could do was sit with it. I even remember uttering that I was disappointed. (laughs) Because it was just too... It was just so crystal customized. It it was sickening. It's like, I think he knows who I am. I think he's heard about me. I think he's listened to my show. And whether he'll admit it or not, I feel like he knows my struggles. And it's very well. God knows my struggles. He knows what I go through. And he gave a message to T.G. Jakes. Because he knew what to do to get me on that page to listen to a sermon you know I don't you know I I like T.D. Jakes a lot you know it's not a rare occasion for me to listen to a sermon I just don't get there that often and (sighs) the way I fell upon this sermon it just this is the type of thing that makes me feel connected okay It is the type of thing that makes me feel connected. This is the type of thing that makes me feel like I don't have to effort too hard to do anything because if I just go with the flow, stick with my connection, I am getting where I need to go. It is just the way it is if I just trust. And the funny part is like he said something about a recipe in a sermon and the the night before last, last night or early in the morning when I woke up and couldn't really go back to sleep, I I was like saying this little thing, um, this little quote or something like, I trust, I trust the chef. 
I am the ingredient and I'm living the recipe. You know, I was saying something like that. And um, listen, when you come across something that touches your soul, it is undeniable. It explained to me why I am the way I am, why I am so like low key with my um, confidence. Why well, it's a quiet confidence, you know. I was questioning. I, I had my episode. Y'all all at this point heard better than therapy. Y'all all heard me asking Stephanie, like I don't know if I'm supposed to be this way, or if you know, I am. You know challenged with accepting who I am or challenged with accepting my strengths or if I'm afraid or you know to say I'm better but I realize just I I I move this way because I have to stay grounded I am that person I have to stay grounded because when I'm not grounded when I specifically am not grounded I do not follow the cues. I do not go with the flow. I do not listen to my heart. I do not trust my gut. And, oh, and he when I when I say he talked about, you know, you know, trusting your feelings and stuff like that. Like I was conflicted, of course, because I'm a big person with my feelings, but I do understand that from time to time I better trust my feelings. I know a lot of people would, you know, come against that because a lot of people feelings tell them to do, you know, unhealthy things that might harm others. But when you know you're in a good place and you know you're connected to God, when you get a feeling, whether it's uh, urgency to do something or the smallest notion to just be still, you do so. And if you're not grounded, if you're not, confident in your connection if you're not trusting you miss it you miss it see if I was somewhere you know feeling myself or you know getting heady or you know not being who I am or who I am meant to be I wouldn't have come across the page I came across. And I wouldn't have been led to the message I heard today. Where I was reminded. Where things were repeated to me. And for whatever reason, I heard them clearer today. And don't worry, I'm going to link the um, sermon um, in the info box and I'm probably even going to play a clip because when I tell you it was powerful and it was no doubt it was for me my God my God and I still get to have this connection even though I'm not perfect I still get to have this connection even though I make a point to be me Gone are the days where I beat myself up or doubt myself because I'm not serious enough or 
I'm not studied enough or I'm not smart enough or I'm not eloquent enough or I'm not articulate enough. Gone are those days. Like I don't have to put it in y'all face, but when I tell y'all I'm confident, when I tell y'all, bring the challenge, I will rise. The word I got today. I'm sure than ever that I have what it takes. They fill the water pots with water. Am I doing okay? I'm, I'm not embarrassing you, am I? I? I can go all the way out with this. Watch this. The reason, the reason I'm taking time with this because the Lord said, there were, I was going to preach something else. Honest to God, I was going to preach something else. God told me to preach this message. He said, I'm going to have some kingdom kids in the room. And he said, this is going to be the message that gives them their expansion. And after this message, there will be change. Whoever I'm preaching to tonight, get ready for great change. Now watch this. I'm, 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 I'm going to hatch this last egg and I'm getting out of here. So, so we know that it was water when they put it in the pot. Jesus said to fill six water pots 30 gallons each to the brim with water. He's clear with water. Not with Sprite, not with Coke, not with coffee, not with grapes, with water. You don't make wine out of water. You make wine out of grapes or some fruit of some sort. Water is not supposed to be wine. What God is getting ready to do in your life is something that's not supposed anybody who looked at your background would say there's no way that you could start out like you started out and end up where God is getting ready to take you you are not the right recipe you didn't start with the right stuff you didn't have the right beginning there's nothing about your past that predicts your future you're not a grape waiting to be crushed you're not an apple that's going to be apple cider in fact this is not even supposed to happen to somebody who's been through what you've been through we know you was water. We saw you as water. We pulled you out as water. We looked at you as water. Jesus said you were water. You were water. You was hanging around water. You was running with water. We collected you from a bunch of water. We pulled you out from other water. You were surrounded by water. You were selected in the midst of water. All of your friends was water. Your mama was water. Your next door neighbor was water. Your first grade teacher was water. We know it was water when it went in the pot. 
Jesus said, take the pots and pour them into serving containers and go serve the people. This is why she said, whatever he tells you to do, because God is getting ready to tell you to do something. Let me come down here. God is getting ready to tell you to do something that don't make sense. He who gathers knows it's water. He who poured it into the decanter knows it's water. That's why she said whatever he tells you to do, do it. It's because when you're carrying it, you know you're carrying water. But you got to have the faith. To serve it like his wine. Now, 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 now. The mystery. At the mysterious marriage of Cana. Is that when they poured it out in the cup. All the guests began to drink it. And they said, you saved the best. Wine for last. The problem is we never know when or where the water turns. God said, I'm going to bring you into something. You're going to change, but you're not even going to know when you did it. You're not going to be able to mark it down on your calendar. You won't say I became a millionaire in 2019. You're not even going to know when the water. Watch this, watch this. Somewhere, watch this. Somewhere in the pouring out process. I am suspicious that the water turned into wine as it was poured out means you have to have the faith to pour it out as water. Trust in God that by the time they taste it, Now, 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 I got to talk to the preachers a minute because the preachers going to understand this real good. Have you ever preached a message that when you got through preaching it, you felt like it was nothing? Even though everybody in the church got blessed, I'm going to explain to you why you drove home feeling like a failure. You drove home because you thought it was water. And because you thought it was water, you went home feeling like a nothing. But they were slain in the spirit because somewhere as you were being poured out, God turned your water into wine. So I rebuke every devil that keeps telling you you don't have it. You might not have had it when you started it, but by the time you pour it out, y'all ain't ready for this, y'all ain't ready. As it is poured, 
as it is poured, as you are stretched, as you are taken out of your comfort zone. God says you will not know who you are till I serve you. You will go into the situation feeling like water and you will notice that those that hear you taste wine. I don't know whether the miracle was in the water or in the taste buds. All I know is that when we measure the effect, what was water tasted like what? Now, I'm going to drop this. You're never going to feel like you're enough. Holy music. You're never going to feel like you're enough. You put your dreams on hold, waiting, kept testing yourself to see if you was wine. The enemy kept saying, you don't have it. You didn't start from wine material. You ain't going to never be wine. You ain't nothing but water. You've been abused. You've been left. You've been divorced. You've been forsaken. You had abortions. You've been molested. You ain't nothing but water. And because you believe that you were water, you never got served. And you come to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday hoping that you will become wine. But every time you check it, you see water. That, that, that's why you keep coming to church and making us work to make you shout. So that you can, for a few minutes, feel like wine. But by the time you get to the house, the enemy keeps saying, oh, girl, you ain't nothing but water. Watch this. The Lord sent me here to tell you where he's getting ready to take you, you're going to have to trust him because you're going to come out of the decanter as water. And he's going to transform you in the wine. Watch this. What I'm telling you is you never could be served before because you never felt worthy. You got in the room, but you couldn't get in the cup. So you were satisfied to watch other people in the cup and you shouted for them and you went back to your watery life. Because you're a preacher, but you, 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 you never saw yourself as wine and you got a business, but you don't really see yourself as a business person. Not really. If you want to know how you see yourself, show me who you run with. You run with what you think you are. So God said, I keep putting you in wine situations, but you keep having water behavior. And some of your wine opportunities, you sabotage them. Because the people kept telling you you taste like wine, but you keep looking down at yourself and saying, but I look like water. Now I understand 
why this is Jesus' first miracle. Because it is a miracle of becoming. It is the transformative miracle of going from being a woman to being a wife. Of resting in what God gave you. Of feeling like you're enough. It is that place in your life that you keep sabotaging because God keeps giving you wine situations and you keep responding with water behavior because you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared. You're scared. You're terrified. You are terrified that you are not enough. Because you, you held it. <coughs> you saw it. You experienced it. You don't see yourself as wine. You see yourself as water. And every time you get in a wine situation, you spend all of your energy talking your guest out of believing that you're wine. Oh, I know you're up to something. I know you don't want me. What you're really saying is I'm not warnable. I'm water. I must be water. My daddy left me. My mama didn't prefer me. And no matter how many titles I get and how many positions I get, Tonight, God sent me from Dallas to tell you your wine. <laughs> to tell you, you don't need more followers. You don't need more friends. You don't need to buy you some followers so that you will appear as wine. The Lord sent me here to tell you that you got what it takes for what he's getting ready to do in your life. It sounded complicated, but it's really simple. The Lord told me to tell you, mature enough. You're enough. The Lord sent me here to tell you the Lord sent me here to tell you that you are going to affect people like wine and drive home like water. That the mysterious wedding at Cana is a description of the dichotomous experience of your life. That you will always feel like water to keep you humble. So you won't be arrogant, so you won't be beside yourself, so you won't be too impressed with yourself, so you won't be, this is the old folks' word, uppity. You won't be uppity, you won't be grand. Like your mama told you, stop acting uppity. 
you're going to be grateful. You're going to be grateful because of your effect is not going to line up with your experiences. You're going to affect people in ways you don't even understand in spite of your experiences. Your experiences say you're water, but your effect says you're wine. Okay, so as you know, um, that took me out. <laughs> and, um, I don't like releasing things like this, you know, because this is not quite a podcast to me. If you're on here crying and whatever, you know, like, what is this? People didn't, people didn't log on for this. (laughs) But the point is, Sometimes we work so hard to get to a place where we're comfortable because we were made to feel so uncomfortable about everything else we experience. And we question everything, even the things that come natural to us because we're just not certain. And so I want to encourage somebody today to tell them that you don't understand what you're doing for someone because you show up, because you record, because you have topics, because your content touches them. Because you ask them questions, because you speak to them, because you comment to them, you do not know what your interaction or just your simple episode coming out is doing for someone else. You have the slightest clue. I challenge everyone. To quit judging their content so harshly. Quit stressing themselves out. And just put it out there. And let it fall where it may. Let it touch who it touches. You don't have to like it. It's coming through you, but it might not be for you. The church I was raised in sang a song. Did God have to stoop so low to save me? Everything God did was for someone else. So the vessel you are is for other people to also get something from. Stop being stingy with your message.
It's vanity. <sighs> I'm guilty. I was real good at it. I judged myself really harshly. And um I'm 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 changed. I'm better now. <sighs> Thank you.